This week, Pornhub meets Myanmar and the two do not mix. And Wendy Williams picks a fight with the LGBTQ community and gets smacked. You're listening to the Fake Outrage Report. Hello and welcome to the Fake Outrage Report, the least important debate show on the internet. My name is Phil Causey, with you as almost always. And with me as almost always is the... Banana Republic credit card holding Sandeep Sen. Yes, uh, more points in the white category for that me. That is white as fuck. That but is. It's, I feel like it's dual. It's very dual because I only have the Banana Republic card because then uh, on like Tuesdays and it's like 40% off. And then on some days it's like 50% off uh-huh. retail. So, so you, you got to do something to pay less than retail, so which is very brown of me. That is very brown. <clears throat> and then it's Banana Republic. So no, but you also, white. we were talking about this off air just now. You also say that you don't like actually shopping. You don't like going out to shop. Right. Who likes to go to a store? I do. I enjoy it. I'm a heterosexual male. You have to go there. You have to walk likes, around. Yeah. I, I fucking love going to the mall. It's a t- or the walking thing around. That, yeah. You Hell like yeah. walking around the mall? I fucking love it. I, I really do. I love going shopping and all that stuff. Are I don't you, know. Are you a high school boy? I don't know. Maybe I'm a high school girl inside. I have no idea. <laughs> I identify as a, a, hot, a hot high school senior. That's, uh, uh, yeah. I used to like going to the mall when like, your friends would go and it was like the all you could do. Well, that's uh, the thing is that that's, that's kind of how it is in a lot of towns, you know. This is this yeah, is pre right. this is pre Facebook and MySpace kids. This is if you, if you wanted to, <laughs> to interact or do anything, you had to go to the mall. That's right, for real goes. people. My fan I do have a fantasy though where I quit all my job and I quit everything and I just work at Banana Republic and my <laughs> boss is a 19-year-old high school girl or a 19-year-old girl. Well, it's a fantasy of yours? Yeah, and then like the biggest pressure of the day is like whether someone buys a fucking shirt or not and then I just I just fold clothes and then I date the girl from Orange Julius. <laughs> like we go to lunch at like Auntie M's or something and then we no, go to the what, movie. Oh, no, Auntie N's, right? The pretzel place? Yeah. <laughs> like, we go to lunch at the food court and it's nice and then we go back to our low-stress jobs and then... You know, I drive like a used. Stress. I drive a used Toyota Corolla or Ford Fusion. So you want to live a uh, Better Call Saul's uh, post Breaking Bad life, basically? Yeah, you know, I yeah. think that'd be a great life. <laughs> <laughs> that you know what? I'll be honest with you. A lot of people. Uh, I used to work at Disney World. A lot of older people who are retired, they do that. They well, not the dating the nineteen year old part, but the uh, the part where they just no, no, no. My boss is a nineteen year old. Yeah, woman. I, I'm dating someone who works at Orange Julius, and I, I guess it would be more age appropriate. I, yeah, anyway, okay, I, yeah. My fantasy, I guess. <laughs> I mean, it's your I fantasy. She can be any like, age. She, she can... is like in her 20s, but then I, I formed this when I was in my 20s, and I guess I'd have to amend it. You'd have to have the manager of the Julius whatever store. No, no. I, no? No, not, no responsibility. That's the whole that's No, I'm saying, no, 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 no. You're, you're dating the manager. You're not the manager. You're dating the manager. I guess. She <laughs> has to hear about their fucking day and how the pressures of their day. Yeah, you can be like, oh, honey, come home. I'll, I'll help you de-stress or whatever. Uh, no, but like, oh, but then there'd be a power disparity. Like, she's the manager, so then she's going to want to do better the, than me. She wears the, 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 the nicely folded khaki pants in their relationship. I feel like that's going to complicate our relationship already. I, in, the, in the fantasy, <laughs> she's the regular person at the Orange. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a regular person. But that's what a lot of people Republic. do. I used to live in Orlando for a while, and a lot of people that are, were, like, retired and did quit their jobs, they would just work at, like, the local Publix or, like, Disney World for, like, one or two shifts a week, just low stress, fuck around nobody cares you know yeah i drive a used car my uh, my rent is 500 dollars because i'm living in middle america somewhere um (laughs) and like i have like a basement (laughs) i just have a big couch that's also like you can sleep on you know it's really comfortable couch you you have a beanbag chair too yeah then when i come home like i watch tv and i play video games yeah 
and and, and I, I come over and I have a chair that's shaped like a big baseball mitt that I sit in. Oh, that'd be awesome. That'd if be you great. came over. If that'd you, be great. yeah, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna add you as part of this fantasy. Hell yeah, oh, I get good. to be I in this fantasy. I think you would be good actually in this. Speaking of fantasies, somebody who uh, he's not in any of my fantasies. But uh, I did take a shower with him one time. Welcome to the show, Gabe Morales. Hello. Hey, what's up, Sandeep? What's up, Phil? Hello. We're so glad to have you on here. By the Thank way, this you. is episode 200. I'm so glad to have Gabe Ooh. for episode 200. Th- th- this is good. Uh, for those of you who don't know what I'm, I mentioned just now what I'm talking about, I did a, uh, or we did a viral video about well, five years ago, six years ago now? I lost count. It's been a few years where... Yeah. Uh, it was, it's a video. It's called Strangers Shower Together. It's on YouTube. Uh, my buddy Nick Rugia and uh, his his buddy Ryan, they made that back in the day. And uh, I was a last-minute replacement for an actual gay guy. Um, and I ended up taking a shower with Gabe. No, I don't think it was part a, of the comedy set. I don't think it was a, a gay guy. I think it was... Um, no, it was. I know who it was. I'm, I'm not going to name names or anything. But yeah, it was somebody who dropped out morning of. And so actually this wasn't this wasn't a sketch at all. You just you just took a shower. Yeah, with I just took a shower with Gabe, Gabe for fun. Morales, it was yeah. awesome. <laughs> the shower was the best part because it was like this slope slanted shower thing that we all had to like work with. Yeah, it was like the upstairs of like a like like a dormed roof situation. Is that the word for it? I don't know. It was just, yeah, the shower was at like a 45 degree angle in the ceiling. It was yeah. so weird. But yeah, if you're bored and you want to see me take a shower with a guy, strangers shower together. It's on YouTube and a bunch of other platforms. Temple um, Horses. That's right. The Temple Horses group. Um, you no, said it got over a million views, right? Um, it got on YouTube just shy of a million. But then this other on Facebook, this like magazine in australia some website picked it up and it got 17 million views on facebook wow yeah so 17 million people have seen me shower with a You're guy famous. on the internet yeah that's that's a thing and that man is gabe morales who's us now gabe what else do you have going on in your life creatively right now uh just doing stand-up and uh, i'm actually working on a uh, one act i keep calling it a one act it's a one, one person man. show and um but i guess it technically is a one act because i'm not going to have an intermission <laughs> And yeah. like come back after I'm done. So I'm working on a one man show and I'm trying to um, piece together some things uh, to kind of focus on toxic masculinity as a, like me as a man and how mm-hmm. toxic masculinity. And because it used to be that just Latinos, especially Mexicans, were machos, like no other group mm-hmm. had this like really um, toxic masculinity sort of thing happening. So it used to just be well, my Well, now group. it's just any masculine. Now it's any toxic. guy. Yeah. Now I don't, and I don't know how that happened because it used to just be us for a long time. You we feel like it's been macho appropriated? People. Yeah, I feel like it's now like, you know, something that another, yet another thing that got stolen. Wait, you're saying that only Mexican men were toxically masculine? It used to be back in the day. They used to have this thing like of like macho. You, you had to be a macho man to be Latino. And like Latinos had this whole macho uh culture thing going on but come to find out it was really every man it wasn't just latinos it's, yeah it just turns out you guys are louder <laughs> i it, right or they just wanted to, or, or we perfected it i don't i don't want to say we perfected it because i think there's another group that perfected toxic like masculinity and it wasn't mexican it wasn't mexicans no it was puerto ricans no, no it wasn't any latin group i don't think it was any brown person that perfected toxic toxicity you know, so let me ask you because I, I don't mean to put you in a box, but you're you're a gay man. I'm actually now, a queer man. Is that? Oh, is that? Is there? What's the difference? <laughs> I identify as a queer man. What's the difference? I honestly didn't. I don't know the. Well, um, alphabet I, the difference sense. is that queer has a little bit of a political sort of identity behind it. Okay. Where gay, 
a gay man. I'm a gay man, obviously. Well, you can't see me, but obviously I'm a gay man. And um, <laughs> okay. But I've always liked queer because it just queer always ha- queer is kind of like the N word of the gay community. So to be able to identify as a queer has a kind of um, re ownership of the word. Does that and, mean I can't call you queer? I have to say like queer. No, you can call me. You can call me queer. You, oh, yeah, yeah. You have to say queer. No, <laughs> queer. Queer doesn't have the same sort of racialized like um, energy that the so N word does. Slur. Oh, it's it can it, be used. It as a slur can be for used sure. as yeah. a slur, but it's also you know repurposed in that kind of way, like the N word. Do people has say been. like "Yo, up my queer"? I'm like, "You're no." Is that mm-hmm. no? It's usually "What's up, my girl?" or "What's up, girl?" or "What's okay. up?" Like right. this, that, and the other, but never. Yeah, I'm just all right because whenever sometimes I stumble. Like, obviously, I wasn't trying to be a dick just now. I just like, yes, you, know, you were, Phil. You're, you're, yeah, you're right. I'm just a raging I, I felt fucking, triggered. I'm a raging homophobe, and I <laughs> no. Uh, but no, that's the thing is, some, whenever because you know what it is, is it like I find on the internet, especially I like I you know I'm just a you know vanilla straight white dude. And I don't really know a lot of the nuances that somebody who's really in the community like you would know. And sometimes I'll ask somebody and I've literally been told to fuck off before. Like, or I've literally said on the internet, like, hey, like, can you maybe explain it to me? Because I don't like know the difference. Oh, really? And they think I'm trolling and they think like, oh, you're just trying to, you know, troll us and be a, you know, whatever, sexist, racist, whatever. And like, I actually don't know. So it's nice to have someone to say like, oh, no, this that is, is good, actually. I didn't. So, yeah. So queer is, is you said something political. It's political. It has a more politicalized identity around being just like, I feel like gay is like Pete Buttigieg. Like, and then queer is sort of like, I actually have an intent to not sort of pass off as a heteronormative individual. Like. That sort of, I see. That's, oh, that's what's kind of happened. So with the uh, whole thing. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, and this might come off wrong. Um, Please be wrong. Okay, so I'm wrong a lot when it comes to this kind of shit. Because you know, some gay dudes are just you know. You mentioned Pete Buttigieg. If he didn't make out with his husband on camera, you wouldn't know he was gay. But then, so queer does that have more of a uh, connotation of like what would be considered? And I know this is not a word I'm supposed to use, but a flamer, like the like very kind of like feminine or no, no. Okay. No, no. Um, it just has a more, um, revolution to me. It just has a more revolutionary sort of, uh, definition behind it as opposed to just being a gay man. So like take take the power back kind of situation. Queer has a completely different connotation than just being basic gay. Like queer has... This like other <laughs> is like, basic gay another term or is that well, no I just call it basic gay because okay. it's just sort of like being basic because when you say queer people usually like and also the other reason why I distinguish between just being gay and queer mm-hmm. is because my name has to sound gay in it so yeah. I have to I introduce myself a lot and people are like did you just say you're I was and I'm like yeah I'm also gay but then it just also Keeps sounding like I'm saying the word gay when I say my name. So, like, <laughs> gay Morales. <laughs> yeah. So it has to be, it's become easier for me to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm, I'm also queer. Isn't so, that your Instagram handle too? Yeah, it's Gabe. Gay, G A Y B. Morales. <laughs> you see, because he's gay. Anyway, speaking yeah. of gay, that actually segues well, nicely into our first, into our first, first story. Outrage story. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. This, uh, this, this story comes to us from TV where Wendy Williams. No, oh, it's uh, local. That's New York, kind of. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. She film we have a lot of people. She always like yeah. has comedians film sets first. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, so she went on some rant. She was talking about Valentine's Day. You know, like where women go out on Valentine's Day who are single. Oh, um, okay, yeah. 
And they're always like, yeah, girl, we don't need men. Like shit like that. Or or they cry about or they say yeah. that, but then they're like upset. Yeah, I love going out on Valentine's Day because if you ch- start talking to a girl, it's the one night a year where she's not allowed to use the I've got a boyfriend excuse. She has to just reject you outright. Oh, damn it. I never thought about that. Yeah. Right. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> uh, okay. So she was asking the audience if they celebrate Galentine's Day. And then she goes on this ranch. She's like, well, first of all, if you're a man and you're clapping, you're not even part of this. You don't even understand the <laughs> rules of the day. It's women going out and getting saucy and then going back home. Saucy. Not a part. <laughs> the, the, she's kind of like hamming it up. I, I watched the actual clip. She's a little hamming it up. She's getting applause. Um, so she's kind of being funny. And then she's like, I don't care if you're gay. You don't menstruate every 28 days. The audience is really laughing at that. And then um, she's like, you can do a lot that we do. But I get offended by the idea that we go through something you will never go through, which was confusing. But I think she's just kind of getting it. This was a, just like a this was an off the cuff rant. So so she's she's uh she's black, right? I don't yeah. <laughs> I, I don't watch her show. Um, yeah, she's she's and, black. And she, so it's a black woman who is basically shitting on gay guys. Is that the gist of this rant? I I guess. And she went on to say, "And stop wearing our skirts and our heel," <laughs> which also got a laugh in the thing. Like the the audience <laughs> is like eating this up, and she's like, "Um, just saying, girls, what do I ha- we have for ourselves?" And so. This this caused a lot well, of outrage because apparently she has a big LGBTQ following. Makes sense. Why I've never watched her show. Then I don't. I don't, I don't know. Um, so so why don't we ask? I mean, a, a, a gay, gay Gabe, you're gonna have to speak for the entire community. I yeah. will. <laughs> I will speak from on behalf of the entire gay community. How do you? So how did this make you feel when you when you read this rant? You know. Well, when I read the rant and I saw the rant, you know, Wendell is a former and current crackhead. And who is so Wendell has a substance abuse issue. I call Wendy call Wendell. Wendell. Okay. Oh, okay. Yes. Oh, she trans? No. Oh, okay. she just appears as though she's trans. <laughs> yeah, she does and kind of appear she, trans, but I don't want to. Kind I, of. <laughs> kind of. No, that's um, like I've But seen, she's a woman, right? And she's a. The jury is still out. She identifies as a woman. She claims to be a woman. She claims to have a period every 28 days. Right. Nobody has proof of this. <laughs> So no one's ever seen her pregnant. We she demand proof here at the fake outrage. She has a child. No one ever <laughs> Show saw her pregnant. Show me your pads, Wendy. <laughs> um, she now has two Volkswagen buses inside <laughs> stuffed in a bra. Like she's really done a lot to really reinvent the illusion of a woman for herself. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, for that reason, I call her Wendell. And I don't think Wendy has ever, or Wendell, has ever really been... <laughs> an ally for the gay community. Like, cause she got her start outing people and outing people is not like, I actually was a little bit sort of more than fake outraged on this one. Cause I was mm-hmm. really like, there's just so many different levels to her, like her trying to stay relevant and be like controversial. So this whole thing, like gay men and straight gay, single men and gay and heterosexual single women have a lot of in common. Like we're single because of a man. Like, so this whole idea. (laughs) I never thought of it that way. This whole idea that Galentine's and I just realized what Galentine's was because I didn't know it was gal, like a play on gal. Uh, this whole oh, that's idea. what it means. Because not only does it have, but it oh, also sure. has gal, and then it also has the GA from gay in it. So it could technically have, I thought it was Galentine's. I didn't know it was Galentine's. You know, I'm sure there's places that do one or the other or both. I don't, but yeah. not for Wendy, because Wendy has always been a fucking hater. She's always <laughs> been a hater. She's always tried to out people. Is it true that she has a big LGBTQ following? Supposedly, because, you know, because she, she looks appears that, like she looks like a big old drag queen. So right. like there have, and she also just, 
you know, she also does that. How you doing? How you doing? Which used to be like Wendy's been in New York City for a long time. Like, I don't know if you know, Puff Daddy like almost had a hit on her because she was trying to out everybody in like all the down low people in the hip hop community. Puff Daddy puts hits out on uh, people. I believe it's back. P. Diddy. Oh, well now. Or is he yeah, back to Diddy? I, or I have Puff, no idea. Sean Puffy Combs. Sean Combs. Yeah. Like, um, Wait, he, he, was, he was killing people? No, he wasn't killing people. But he like, you know how, you know how hip hop like always likes to throw out a, 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 a threat, a veiled threat. Like I'm gonna get you, Wendy. Well, also like, too watch in, in the <laughs> hip hop, and I've heard about this in in like sports community, especially basketball, that they're very much not okay with the gay community because they're a little more religious. So there's a little lot more of a stigma in those communities. Well, I, 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 I don't I necessarily understand. think so because I think that like for communities of color, especially like in church, the whole choir is gay. <laughs> so like there would be no singing whatsoever in churches on Sunday if there were no gays in those churches. And so these like black queens like run the roost at um in choirs. So but going back to Wendy, um the fact that she just has no historical context to like histo- history and that men and women have always sort of played with clothes for each other's gender and that this isn't like something that's just specific to Galentine's. I think what happened with Wendy, uh, cause you know, Wendy's been trying to sell this illusion of being a woman for a long time. Like she's, mm-hmm. she's got that refrigerator body shape, um, <laughs> you know, and um, she's got a whole new face. Like they've tried to, they've tried to chisel that face, not chisel. Cause that's a masculine thing. But they've tried to scrub off like mm-hmm. any kind of masculinity from her face. And it's really hard on her. Like it's like they just make her look more mannish every time she gets a new surgery. And I think what happened in this situation, <laughs> and I never thought I was going to say this in my gay life. <laughs> she must have seen Billy Porter in a dress and saw that Billy Porter looked softer than her. Billy Porter, <laughs> <She got> jealous. <laughs> Billy Porter and his Cicely Tyson looking self. And she got very jealous of the fact that Billy Porter doesn't have to put on all that paint. No, can we actually I want to focus on that one part of the uh, of the outrage, because that was the headline of the story. Right, Sandy, that she specifically said that she doesn't want men wearing women's dresses. Gay men, gay men, it's gay men. You can't wear our skirts, our skirts like women own skirts now. Like yeah, they right. own the whole like. Did she, she not know about the Scots? <laughs> like they wear kilts. Like they just don't call them skirts. Yeah, and a lot of places in the parts of the world like Africa and a lot of places they do that kind of thing. But yeah, it's those it's, are all dresses. Like anything that drapes you is a dress. And you know, it's it, the thing is too is that you know one of the the buzzwords that we always uh, you hear in in modern culture when you discuss these, a lot of these uh, high sort of strung issues is cultural appropriation. So it's almost like she's trying to make the claim that dresses are like a only female cultural thing, and somehow gay men are stealing it. Well, but it's also funny to see somebody who like appears to be trans to also be transphobic in like their whole like idea of who can and cannot wear something. Because I remember Wendy used to run comedy shows and in like, really? Yeah. I've been in New York for like 20 years. Okay. And Wendy, Wendy used to produce a comedy show and it was always the best thing when people, cause she used to be on the radio. So she was like, nobody ever had seen her. So when people would see her in public, like she would get up and she would, she had this box shaped body. Like she just had just, it was just boxes on top of boxes. <laughs> Looked like an Amazon warehouse had legs. And um, she would come and ho- like not host, but she was like a producer. So she would come out 
And like, you know, she had on like a suit and she would try to look like she was a woman, but it was just like, you know, a square, just more like a rectangle, <laughs> a, a rectangle shaped woman. Not exactly the, the hourglass that were, you know, the that, traditional. Or just a, just a curve somewhere, like just like, a, a, you know, a curve somewhere. There just never was anything. And then you guys talk about your shoulders. Like that woman, that woman has a size 58 back. <laughs> Because those shoulders are broad. Okay, so what's coming out of this is apparently, uh, so you clearly think she's a man. Yeah. That's what you're saying. <laughs> there's that a she lot was born of, a man. There's a lot of, well, the jury is still out and I don't want to like, you know, do what she does. I don't want to have to out, like she made a career out of outing men who she thought was on the low. And um, that means uh, closeted. Yeah. Okay. And that's where like she came up with that whole, how you doing? Because supposedly guys on the low, like say how you doing to each other. That's how, that's on the low. code. How you doing? Oh, so how hey, you so doing? Joey was from Friends was on the low, probably. Uh, so well, anybody who says <laughs> how you do, like she comes up with these like really strange like terms. So one thing I did want to sort of uh, ask. This is slightly tangential, but I feel like it relates to the main topic. I've noticed the last like year or so because I'm not a woman and I'm not a gay dude, but I've noticed that the there's sort of like a little bit of tension between the the gay community and like just straight women i've kind of noticed that like people are being a little bit more vocal about it um over the last couple of years now, is that something that that you notice that you come across a lot where you know gay dudes will say some homo i'm, homo I'm misogynistic shit uh just because they can and you know and women sort of get annoyed that well, uh, gay men are still going to be men. Yeah. So there's still like a level of misogyny that like exists within well, it, it's, think about all it, men. There's no, like, the thing with, that's funny with gays though is that there's no, there's no recourse for you guys. Women are, women are, can't just not fuck you. You know what I mean? There's no, um, well, they can just stop being your friend. Yeah. I mean, but then who's going to do your hair and then you who's going to do your makeup? Like, other yeah, I men, guess other gay men. Yeah. I, but I guess you are kind of <laughs> caught up in this catch 22 where, like, yeah, there's no, like, I can't cancel you. But then you yeah. can go find somebody else. Like, you can just go, f you just have to go find somebody else. Yeah. But I don't, I mean, I, um, well, the reason why I'm bringing it up is because I've heard it from a few people, and you, you know, Rick Chrome, of course, who's been, uh, yeah, 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 great comic in New York here. Um, he was on the show while ago actually this was like i think back when a j might have even been the good this is like a long time ago and he uh basically went on this rant about how he thinks it's super annoying when straight women show up at gay bars and try to like become the center of attention at gay bars and, and so i've noticed him and a few others have kind of been saying like you know that, that there's this tension between those two communities well, that's exactly what i thought of mm -hmm. that whole same concept it's yeah. the same thing i thought of when like we were all of a sudden excluded from galentine's I was I was like, well, then all of it, then you guys cannot be coming to the gay bar for your yeah. um whatever it is. When when do people when people get married, what do you guys have? Bridal, not bachelorette bri parties. Bachelorette parties, yeah, those things. And so they'll get run like a, a. I don't care that women come and party at like a gay bar. It's really not for them. It's like, like a safe place because there's no yeah, like there's it's no like bros, me going to a straight know? party. It's like me going to a straight yeah. party. Like it's a safe space. Like nobody. I mean, yeah. dudes still kind of try to rub up on you and stuff. <laughs> But, um, you know, I don't have to... They say, to, how you doing? Huh? They, they're, they're, they're the yeah. closet. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Or, you know, guys always run into each other in the bathrooms. That's how guys do it. Like, mm -hmm. the, you know, sometimes. I mean, there's other situations that happen. But it usually sometimes that will happen in the bathrooms. Um, I don't... I thought immediately I was just like, yeah, then you guys cannot be coming to the gay bars. But then I was just like, that's like so lame because... 
bachelorette parties are bachelorette parties. So like, why can't they be like, why can't you rub it? Like, cause women were kind of rubbing it in our face for years that we couldn't get married when they would have these bachelorette parties yeah. at these gay bars. Oh, so they'd go into the gay bars and be like, we, we're getting, Oh my God, they would run over. Be. They would like come in like on buses and like, you know, <laughs> celebrate, buses. celebrate like, you know, Becky's like wedding engagement. And like, and I also just don't really have time to be at a gay bar anymore. Like I really don't have time to hang out at gay bars like I used to when I was younger. Gay bars are a fun time. And because as a comic, you know, there's a lot of shows and open mics that are at gay bars. Yeah. They're a fucking great time. Like the drinks are cheaper. Everyone's friendly. Like I've and always. The drinks are usually stronger. Oh, hell yeah. No. You, yeah. yeah. I get hammered <laughs> off like one or two drinks because they don't. They're probably you know, making them stronger for you. Maybe, you know, uh, hey, you know what? I'm flattered. I really I am. I think it's wonderful. Yeah. yeah, you're one drink away. That's how they look at it. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> luckily, it's usually the early day open mics when I, I get to, I, I leave and go to the next one while drunk. So as far as the uh, is there anything else about oh, this Wendy that... Williams apologized? Oh, she did. Oh, she, she did. Okay. She issued this tearful 30 like 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 uh, video. And she was kind of okay. rambling, but she said she was sorry. Because she's a former crackhead and current crackhead. <laughs> Like, you know, this is like, we're taking it, like, we're li- we're talking to, like, you know, a scholar. Like, Wendy's not, never been a scholar. She works for Fox, the Fox Network. They love controversy. And she's also not really that relevant anymore because her show just, um, she's just a really problematic individual. Okay. And, you know, there's just, um, I hate Wendy Williams. <laughs> I, I really don't. There we like, go. Took 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 us twenty minutes really, to get there, but here we are. There's really nothing. I mean, as you don't be shy, Gabe. Let it out. As you already heard in like my <laughs> previous talk about her, there's really nothing nice I can say about him, and it or her. Um, and uh, just she's the only person that I'll ever do because of the the way she sort of established her career. Mm-hmm. She's the only person who I will disrespect. On a gender level, because of who she is, you know, because you mentioned the outing thing, and this is obviously something I don't think about ever. But the thing is, like in in the you know the gay community, in any I, community, I feel in like any gay community, no, yeah. I feel like coming out is something that's you know people will do it when they're ready, right? And so she sort of took that opportunity away from these people, yeah. and so that I can understand how that specifically is offensive because it also too depending on where you live geographically you might not want to come out totally because sometimes it can be a dangerous thing or you know a very stigmatized thing so yeah I never thought of that or people just have different levels of acceptance of their level of outness yeah yeah exactly and so for her to think that it was her job to out somebody uh you know just based on the fact that she's a hater and she thinks that like you know she's always she always comes off like I, I, I have yet to see her with a with a female friend. I don't ever know anybody who's like her. Like I don't think she has friends. <laughs> I don't think she has friends. She makes up this notion. Like I've seen the show a few times, and she makes this idea up of a friend in her head. Like she'll well, be like, we all. I mean, she'll be like, yeah, but she talks. About, she actually came up with a name for it, and she talks about it all the time. So I think she lives in this world where she has like all these friends. Because in real life, I don't think anybody wants to be her friend. <laughs> Like, and she's just, she's that much of a hater. And it just, I really wish, I mean, I really wish there was a lot more outrage around this because I'm this, you know, there's people. You want to canceled. No, there's, you know how there's people that you really think need to get canceled. 
Oh yeah, I can name a few. And, like, yeah. and they just never, they just continue doing stuff, and then they just yeah. never get canceled. It, it's sort of and, like a, like a where's the outrage situation. Like, yeah. Where's this? Where like they say like where's the line in the sand on this one? Yeah. And so, so as far as the verdict goes in this one, uh, Gabe makes a very strong case, Sandeep. I mean, I again, I don't ever think about these, you know, the the gay community and the tension with the women or this Wendy Williams. I, I heard the name. I don't really know anything about it. Um, but yeah, I, I, yeah, legit outrage. That's my vote for this one. Um, all right. Well, I'm, I'm going to go fake outrage. I feel like she's too insignificant. I just feel like you have to have some kind of significance. The fact that she apologized though, Sandeep, even she knew like, oh fuck, I'm going to cross the line with that one. I mean, you know yeah, I mean? who gives a shit? I, you know, she was in some weird rant. She, I, I agree. I think she agrees. She should not have said it, but don't you have to read some kind of significance to have to Wait, reach the level show, of real outrage? That, that, that's, fairly, well, no, that's at least a fairly relevant like, person. Some broke ass data. Like if Ellen did it, yes, you know, but she's like, no one knows. Speaking cares of about Wendy Williams. That's a great point, Sandeep. Thank you for reducing her to nothingness. Like, that's a great, like, I, I really feel like she needs to know that. Right. That, like, you know, as controversial as she tries to be, nobody really cares about your opinion. So you are still a zero right. at best. So, but you're going to be the tiebreaker. So I'm saying fake outrage. Phil's saying real outrage. I think, I think I think I have an, an inkling as to where Gabe might go with this. Well, then then he was support. Then so yeah, I'm, he made a little suspenseful at the end. So so but I'm on the fa- well now I'm on the fence because I didn't think about like her getting reduced to nothingness. But um, <laughs> I um only because only because I think that like. Only because as a gay man and as a queer individual, mm-hmm. I know that for many people who have like uh, gender issues or, mm-hmm. or just stuff that is related to gender, they will always have been taught to be a boy first. So this is the only way in which people who are going to be a transgender individual in any way or shape or form mm-hmm. is to get to play with the other gender's clothes. And that's what feels comfortable to them. So I'm going to say that this is a real outrage because this is yes. really, really transphobic. Take that, this is really transphobic of somebody who presents as a trans individual in life, but claims to be cis hetero, um, mm-hmm. to uh, to really put that message out there on just the f- like Santi was trying to say she was trying to be relevant in some way, shape, or f- or gain some level of relevance because she's really a nobody, <laughs> and so. Um, I'm glad it fit. I'm glad she had to apo- a 30 minute apology for that. No, 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 no. It was like a 38 second. Oh, thir- oh, I was like 30 minutes. Was it like on Twitter or something? Like, sorry, she everybody. Po- yeah. Okay. Yeah, she All posted right. Well, she yeah, apologized. But... She gets it. Legit outrage. Two to one vote in that one. And now we're going to move uh, from uh, gay outrage to Buddhist outrage, Sandeep. That is not something. I don't think we've had Buddhist outrage in the show, and I don't think we ever will oh, again. Oh, Buddhists can get very angry. This is rare. Uh... This is a, one of the most rarest types of outrage, Buddhist outrage. This story comes to us from Myanmar, a.k.a. Burma, out there in Asia. For They're only meditating who... once a day because they can't calm down. <laughs> those of you uh, geography buffs. Uh, this comes to us from uh, Badan, which I may or may not have said that right, which is an ancient city, sort of a holy-ish ground to the Buddhist community, I assume. It's uh, located in central Myanmar, right off the Irrawaddy River. That's right. Had to look up my. I always look up my locations. Uh, and the reason why people are upset in Badan is because someone filmed a porno. 
<laughs> outside of one of their holy temples. Uh, this is uh, this video is 12 minutes long, and it's uh, it shows a 23 year old Italian couple, hetero, having sex, and uh, the you know they're they're having the sex. And then apparently the camera, one of the times it pans out, you see like one of their more famous temples, and people are very upset about this. People are saying this is disrespectful. Was and it during the day? Uh, yes. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't watch the video. Oh, Did I've you watch, seen it. You watched the video? Of course. Oh, you found it. I, I. I. For research purposes only, I. I went to Pornhub and. Okay, research purposes. No, I found Put, it like after you sent me the link, and yeah. so I was just like, I have to watch this because yeah. I have to see what happened mm -hmm. and um. It's um, not a Fellini-esque film because they're Italian. Uh, not a what? Fellini-esque. It does have a little landscape in there. Uh, where so you saying the production you, value on a gorilla porno, not that high? Not that high. <laughs> but um, it starts off really, you, you haven't seen it, so it starts off really well. Like he does like this like landscape thing. And then all of a sudden, <laughs> like he pans to her and she's like sucking his dick. It's a really nice dick, by the way. And so that's re they, they captured me immediately once they because was I, she blonde? You know what? I honestly I don't. Really I don't think he pays attention to the I woman. I don't really remember what women look like in porn, <laughs> but I do remember. So you want you sort watch of like a porn? reddish? She's yeah. She's sort of. I watch. Yeah, I like all kinds of porn. She watched. Okay. She um. She was kind of like um not blonde but sort of like strawberry blondish sort of red hair. Okay. Really well, kind of dirty blonde. Not not dirty, but like sort of like a. Oh, she was dirty. Huh? Yeah, huh? she. Okay. I think that she was, was like that. Yeah. But um, yeah. So she's just like sucking his dick, and mm -hmm. so I was just like, "Who's this dude with this big dick?" Because you couldn't like. That's usually my question. Mm -hmm. You like, know, maybe I saw the couple because I put in the yes, yes, yes. Um, oh thing. yeah, that's right. The name of the the channel, and by the way, a couple comes up having sex, and they're very attractive. But uh, I didn't see this. this yeah. So the name the name of this channel they they were mentioning the yes, yes, yes. It uh is there's an account in Pornhub called yes, yes, yes. And the reason why I say it like that is because it's spelled Y E E E S. Three it's, times. A, it's Borat's porn site. Y yeah, apparently. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, I didn't yes. find it through yes. I, I found it through another. I just did I just Google searched um <laughs> Gabe knows how to find his pornos. I, I no, I let me tell, tell you, you, I know how to hunt. I know how to search. <laughs> like somebody has like a picture that comes out or something or a, a video, I'll be able to find it. Um and so then all of a sudden, like they had like really decided they had really figured out, they had like uh um, like a sheet. What do they call when you like film? Like you do films and you have like storyboard. All, yeah, you have like all the fucking like uh mm -hmm. scenes plotted out. Yeah, because then all of a sudden you get to see the dude. Because I was gonna stop watching it because it was just like then she like unbuttons her pants and then you know that they're gonna start fucking and then like all of a sudden the he puts the camera like over to the side so that you can see him mm -hmm. and her like fucking and then you get to actually see the dude. He's a hot dude. I thought he was sort of hot. He's got it. Yeah, he's okay. Yeah, he was he was hotter than her. Like, and I actually know when an, I can tell you when a woman is. An oh, yeah. No, woman. I can tell when a dude. Like, yeah. Yeah. I don't have that problem. I'm not like, oh, God, no. Yeah. No. no and, I, and I wanted to ask one thing because you said you liked all kinds of porn. I was actually talking to a, a gay friend of mine the other night and he was saying he's like, honestly, he's like, I like watching a lot of hetero porn because sometimes in gay porn, if like one or both of the guys aren't that attractive, it's like not doing anything for me. He's like, I, I'd rather watch a porn with like a man and a woman if the dude is hot. You know, that's kind of... Yeah, but see, porn now is not about like letting you know, like straight porn now doesn't let you know who the guy is anymore sometimes. 
it's always like the woman doing all this like mm-hmm. 45 minutes of like talking and like <laughs> stripping and hey this is me and i'm like all right can we like can we get to some dick can we please? get to some dick please yeah and then you don't get to really <laughs> see the guy anymore because it's just the dick and so like you just never get to see the level of like hotness that's attached to some dicks anymore okay which is why i like pov because pov just has that whole narcissistic like POV aspect. gay porn, I assume, right? No, no. Like you this do is, both. This is this whole thing was um, heterosexual. Mm-hmm. So yeah, okay. but I also um, was really, really. I think it just um, you know they're Italian. I was just in Italy this summer, mm-hmm. and I didn't see nobody fucking at the Vatican. Yeah. Like nobody was fucking the Vatican. No one from Myanmar flew there to fuck in front of the Vatican. And the Vatican has these crazy rules where you can't walk in with a tank top. Like you have to have your shoulders covered. Mm. Like if you walk into the Sistine Chapel and then they have like, listen, we we, we touch little boys. We do not want to see your collarbone lady. And then they no, then they have stricter rules for women. Women can't wear like certain kind of shorts because I guess they haven't figured out the Vatican that we were born naked. So like they just <laughs> yeah. are real strict about how you have to get dressed, how you have to uh, appear in like inside the Vatican. How are you setting up a whole porn shoot outside in a in a nobody was there landmark at when you can set, be completely it, unmolested? It's not that hard to do set up camera equipment if you have the right shit. It's, but is there that means there's just no one around for a long time and you rely on well, this is a very rural part of um. Myanmar. I, I believe this is fairly rural. It's like an old ancient city. It's kind of a tourist area from what I, when I read. But yeah, you you can find open fields and shit in most places. The thing is, you tourist you've been living in New York and Chicago too long. You could do. I can find you places in my home state of Connecticut where you could fuck outdoors and nobody would know. Yes, but not, it's not places that, hard that are to, considered tourist attractions. No, I know, but this one it seems very very isolated. Yeah, and I also think that the coronavirus has like affected their tourism. <laughs> well, the other thing in too is some that, way, shape, or and form. this is what, what I wanted to mention you were talking about the not as many people visiting is that I, you know, I know from uh, working in the tourism industry and, and all that Myanmar is not an easy country to visit. Um, not quite North Korea level, like like your trip Sunday, but like you can't just like buy a ticket and go like a lot of these places are kind of hard to get into. It's kind of like Cuba. Like you can go there, but there's like restrictions on it. And mm. so these people, um, they had to kind of know what they were doing. Like this was very premeditated, um, and, and so this is as far as like the verdict goes on this one. Um, I'm going to go legit outrage because you, you know, when you're traveling to Badan, Myanmar, you know what it is. You've looked it up. You bought a fucking plane ticket to go anywhere. You know what it is. You know, it's not like they were just doing it outside in their backyard. And the neighbors got offended. Like they, they flew to a sacred area to fuck, which kind of sounds badass on one hand. But on the other hand, I, you have to kind of be sensitive to local values. So I'm going legit in this one. Sandy, how do you feel? Yeah, I. You know what? If you're, if it's so remote that you can film a porn set, yeah, fake outrage. <laughs> All right. Once again, our guest, Gabe Morales, you are the deciding vote. Only because they're not fucking in churches in Italy, am I going to say that this is actually a legit outrage? Because yeah. there are certain things that just need to be considered. Sort of, if you're from Italy, you know that there's certain things that are considered sacred. Yeah, and. Oh you yeah, know, that's, that's a good point. I don't even think of that. You're you, you're you, absolutely right. You just know yeah. that, and so even though they did like a little reconnaissance mission, I guess to find out that the area they were in was very isolated because nobody mm-hmm. walks by, like nobody in the twelve minutes, like, and they knew that nobody was in that area 
because of the way that they're shooting it. And then he just puts the camera down and then just going at it. And no, he, they knew that nobody was going to come around. So I think it's um, a legit reason to be outraged because in this day and age, can you imagine like people going to the Taj Mahal on an off day and we're just going <laughs> to whipping it out. <laughs> we're just going to fuck because nobody's here. Like, no, that's there not is no off day in the Taj Mahal. <laughs> right. I, I respect the exhibitionism kind of. But yeah, I, I, everything you just said, Gabe. So two to one legit outrage on that one as well. Um, and now we get to the part of the show where we ask our guest, Gabe Morales. Is there anything other than the uh, Wendy Williams thing, anything that you are currently outraged about that you want to let some steam off on and mention? Um, the thing that I was really, really sort of outraged about recently was the treatment of Gail King um, with that interview with Lisa Leslie. I'm not sure if you guys were familiar with I'm not familiar with, with, Gail, with that, but it's funny. Gail King, she used to be a news reporter in my home state. She was on Connecticut Channel 3 like when I was a little kid. Oh, really? So it was kind of hilarious to see her like, so you, like get all the Oprah money King? in the... Oh, well, she changed over to, like, one of Oprah's underlings when I was, like, I think 10 or 12. But, like, when I was a little kid, yeah, she was one of, like, the news anchors locally for me. Well, she was behind the scenes with Oprah. She kind of made yeah. Oprah who she is. Yeah. Because she was oh, so she's a very smart lady. So yeah. I am actually not – I know she's been in the news, but I'm not familiar with what exactly happened. So what was the thing that happened? Well, she interviewed Lisa Leslie, and apparently um, she asked her a question about Kobe's legacy – um, who's Lisa Leslie? <laughs> Lisa Leslie is, um, I think she played, she, not, 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 I think she did play for the WNBA and I think it okay, was so a, she's an, a an LA pro based, basketball player. Yeah. She was okay. an LA based, um, mm -hmm. team and her and Kobe were really good friends. They started yeah. playing basketball professionally around the same time. They're yeah. like relatively the same age. And so there was this interview, the interview, if you watch it in its five minute entirety is amazing because it's all done to sort of talk about the highlights in his career from this friend's perspective. So why are people upset at Gil Because King? CBS aired the soundbite of her asking Lisa if this whole situation complicates his legacy in some way, shape, or form. And then... Oh, you talk talking about his off-the-court stuff. Yes, the, uh, the, the rape allegation. sexual the rape allegation. Yeah. Yes. I, you know what's funny? That was a huge... I actually... I was at a bar like a few days after that happened at a friend's birthday party. And this girl was like, we were like chatting and then they were playing one of Kobe's games. It was like a in memoriam kind of thing. Right. And the girl was like, isn't it like really inappropriate that they're playing his games? And I'm like, I mean, not really. They're showing everybody how good of a player he is. And she like wouldn't let go of the top. Like, what I'm saying, Sandeep, is that I talked my way out of potentially uh, getting laid because I suck up for Kobe. Well, because did. the thing is, is that a lot of people are, <laughs> apparently are not informed because then what ended up happening was that if the video aired and then Snoop Dogg, or I call him Snoop Poodle, because um, <laughs> he just does not, I don't know how long he's worked in entertainment, but he just did not know how to videotape himself for this like outrage. He literally had this, like he uploaded this video to YouTube where he like cussed the fuck out of Gail, called her a funky dog face bitch. <laughs> and like said all these like horrible things about her and that and but he like you got to see how he looks he's got his hair wrapped up he looks just ridiculous and Snoop Dogg you don't say well yeah and so he just said all this horrible <laughs> stuff about Gail and was like 
you know, did another veiled threat like, you know, they do love to do in hip hop. You know, I, I like that you mentioned this story because this is one thing that we come across a lot on this show, is it not, Sandeep? Where the, people take a soundbite or one snippet of a quote and they take it all the way out of context. Right. Okay, I thought you were going to... Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the issue here was that <laughs> they, aired, they CBS aired this clip without, like, talking to Gail King about it. And so they, it seemed like she was, like, after his death, it seemed like she's like trying to like, you know, talk about a sexual assault when that wasn't her. Like she did this whole interview and then CBS just cut it like that and then it aired, it aired a clip to like promote the thing. And and so oh, it, it was yeah, done. Was it even Gail's idea? No, it wasn't like. And so it was made to seem like she was probing to get Lisa Leslie to answer some question when that's not even, it's like, it was one small part of a it much was a larger tiny, conversation. It was 15 yeah. seconds of a really, really good interview. And even, yeah. and what, what is even better, which is why, like, I love that you guys have this faux outrage thing. The whole <laughs> black community had all this faux outrage because well, aren't they both black though? Yeah, but they were all attacking Gail. Yeah. Like, I, and when I say oh. black, it was like black and Latino community and then some whites what, wanted to I add. One thing I did notice about the Kobe outrage, and a lot of it's online, was when he did die, like the black community, they stuck up for him. They really did. And so well, we so, don't have so that it, many heroes. So it, like I said, I mean, so, it, it, so you're saying that because Gail looked like in that one snippet that she was sort of uh, asking an incriminating question about him. People were like, who's this bitch? What is she no, doing? Why no, is no, she... no, 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 no. There's that a not whole, the... there's this whole like faux outrage thing in the black community that Oprah and Gail are run the run like this media thing. Well, they do. Just, Oprah runs the world. Well, you do not do, speak badly of the queen. Specific, You're going to get us all but, killed, Gabe. But the specific, no, because this is not going to happen. <laughs> the specific the specific thing is that Oprah and Gail are um, systemically attacking black men and throwing black men under the bus because Oprah did Oprah was involved in a Michael Jackson documentary. Um, Oprah was going to be involved in that Russell Simmons documentary, and now the I don't know if you're familiar with the Gail interview when she um, interviewed R. Kelly, and I guess R. Kelly flipped out on her. I'm not familiar with that either. And no. so he so. They're seeing all these things. And my whole thing is at what point are these black men not responsible for their behavior? Or at what point is any man who does anything like this not responsible for his behavior? Take mm -hmm. race out of the whole thing. Yeah. If you're a rapist, like how are you not like responsible for what you did? And why is it now Gail King's fault? Because she's a journalist and Oprah's fault because they're trained journalists to ask questions. Like, and to bring yeah, out yeah. the people news. People are upset at them for like, doing their job. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right. So, like, it's a good point. Like, so it was just, it, it, it really was really, really crazy because, like, everybody was, doc like, Gail King, like, had to, like, she was, like, scared. She was just like, I can't go to work. I'm getting death threats. Like, I just am not doing well. Oprah had to release a video on her behalf because they were talking every day and Gail just did not feel well because... <laughs> Uh, Oprah comes out like you fucking leave Gail alone or I'm gonna come get you. I'm fucking Oprah. Gail had I'll to have get you like a killed. whole security team because she <laughs> was really thought up, she really thought that they were gonna like something was gonna happen to her because it wasn't just it wasn't just Snoop Poodle, it was also five dimes. He released something, like he also released a video um condemning her. And so there's all this history in the black community with respect to Gail and Oprah. And apparently, 
the only thing that the like it's just I don't even want to talk about like it even more in depth because <laughs> it's just really asinine. All right. Well, you know that 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 is a good spot to end then. Um, but I actually like that outrage, Sandeep. I mean, I don't know how you feel about. It. I think it's very specific, and I, I think you know Gabe had a good point of view. Mm-hmm. I yeah. like that. I like that a lot. So I think we're we're gonna go send some death threats now. So we'll we'll see you all <laughs> later. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, you can email us and send us a death threat at the fake outrage report at gmail.com. Uh, fake outrage wrapped on the Twitter. Um, oh, if you have a minute, give us a five star review on the iTunes. We've gotten a few extras lately. Wouldn't we appreciate the people who wrote those? So definitely uh, keep that going, keep that rolling. And you can of course follow Gabe Morales online at. Gabe Morales, G A Y B M O R A L E S. That's right, Gabe Morales. I love that fucking that that. When I saw that was your handle, I legit fucking thought that was hilarious. And uh, before we go, as always, Sandeep Sen, any parting thoughts? Okay, so if you're gonna have sex in public, you have to really look at <laughs> look up the the vibe of the place. Like, <laughs> yeah, do your like, research. attractions, some are fine <laughs> if they're like religious, but like St. Louis Arch, okay. But you know, Myanmar temples, no. Okay, that's a good one.